mesmerized by your tonality. Good morning, good morning, good morning. You know, that's going to be in my head all day. The thought of, I even made a meme about it. The thought of what you know can make you lots of dough. Yes, that's the topic for today. And we are ready to chop it up. We also have a guest today. So we will be back in a minute. Stand by. Good morning, my name is Brian McNeil. And I am Lisa Santiago McNeil. And thank you for joining us on our show, Let's Talk About It. We come to each Monday through Friday right here on the SIBN Network, on iHeartRadio, YouTube, TuneIn, as well as Facebook Live. Good morning. Good morning, good morning. Like, 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 like. Hey, good morning, good morning, good morning. We're excited this morning to be on with you. We're looking forward to our special, special guest. I am always excited to be on the show with my handsome co-host. Thank you, sweetie. And this morning he had me mesmerized because you know what? Sometimes I just enjoy hearing his voice, y'all. You know, um, I just love it. We're um, we're gonna talk today. We got a wonderful guest. He's going to talk about the power of podcasts. But what we want to talk about is what you know can make you some dough. What you know. You know, um, if I could, I want to share the experience of why my first book was so important to me. So important to me. The first book and why it moved me to emotion when I first opened the box of my first book. Go ahead. Let's talk about it. You see, my first book was a culmination of what I have learned, what I knew, my experiences that I thought would be helpful to the world. Mm -hmm. And I needed to put it in a way that I could share it, even if I wasn't around. And that was a book. The first book I wrote was just is chock full of so many actionable and tips and tactics. It's just chock full. So when I finally got the first book box opened and into my hand, hand me the shortcut, please. I realized that now something that I have that I knew was now in a position to earn me money, Mm -hmm. you know, just because I knew it and I published it. What you know can make you some dough is what I want to talk about. We got the right guest on today, too. He's going to talk about different ways to disseminate how what you know can make you some dough. Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. Good morning, Miss Vivian. How are you this morning? Good morning. Good morning. Don't forget, you are a part of the show. You are a part of the team. Share, comment, like. And if you're watching us on the YouTube, click the bell, the notification bell, and remember to subscribe you know um this technology we have today is so much better than it was just even five years ago this morning i had a call from um a lady that wants to book me as a speaker and she said to me in the messaging she says brian can i call you using facebook audio because my hair is not done yet (laughs) (laughs) 
And we thought back in 1980-something with the Jetsons that that was like the future, right? But it's here. Now we are here. We are living the Jetsons. We, I guess we need to remember, Jane used to have that face she put on. That's right. Just put, a whole, but, just but, put but, that face mask But on. check it, though. Today, if you're on Facebook together, they don't even have to ask your phone number anymore. She didn't even have to bother. She just wanted to call me through Facebook. Bleep, bleep, bleep. That's it. Bleep, bleep, bleep. Good it's, morning, it's Brittany. It's different, Thank man. You. It's different. It's Is different. that Miss Brittany? Miss Brittany <laughs> Thomas, good morning to you. Good morning, good morning. I'm saying it's really something else. We are in the 21st century, and that was what all the science fiction was written about when we were growing up in, as kids. Mm -hmm. Back when I was a kid. <laughs> really? That's the other reason why I have decided. I know it don't look attractive, but I know I, I know some of I guess are eating. <laughs> You guys eating grits and eggs. Grits. That's my line. <laughs> oh, that Jill Scott song. Woke up. Gotta get, she, she's singing the song about Is It The Way, the name of the song. Is it? No, that's uh, Sade. Uh-uh. I know the song. Is it the way? Yeah. You love me, baby. Mm -hmm. But she's got this line in the song that just melts me every single time. When she's talking melts about. Melts him every single time. It does. I could be in the car, I could be in the house. Whenever I hear it. I'm just melted. She's about. She made her breakfast toast, two scrambled eggs, grits. When she says, <laughs> when she hits her grits, ah, oh. <laughs> that is everything for him. That is everything, everything. And I'm telling you, you can see him have to give her the grits. <laughs> Every time, you know, certain lines for certain songs. We're gonna talk about how what you know can make you some dough. We're gonna, I promise you. Um, <laughs> but certain songs, certain lines of certain songs just stick with me. Like, um, what's her name? Uh, Fantasia's got a song. Um, she's singing about um, dang man, I never mind. It's lost it. But she's talking about how much she likes this dude. You know. Anyway, it'll come to me. It'll come to you. She has one line that song that just melts me too. <laughs> Uh, Brittany, thank you so much. She says, good morning. You guys look awesome. Now, she also asked, did I cut my hair? She said, Lisa, you look pretty. Did you cut your hair? I did. I just decided the big to chop. cut it all off for a minute. I just, it's hot. It's summertime. She did the big. And I said, goodbye. But it'll be back by next week. It's already back. So. Now, what you know can make you some dough. Now, I'm going to couch this couch because it. I'm going to couch this because it's different now than it used to be. Okay. It used to be people will pay you just for what you know, okay. just for it. Hmm. You know how to do this and okay. we don't pay us. I'm going to pay you to teach us this or pay you to speak on this topic. All right. Content, 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 content. There used to be a concept called content is king. Content is king. And those of you who have content like me, who have lots of content, written a lot of things and videoed a lot of things, they used to be the, the prevailing thought. Man, Brian, if you got content, you're going to be rich because all you got to do is just send it to magazines and send it to this and that because they dying for content, content, content. And now what's different? It's different now. Tell me, explain. Now they don't pay for just content. 
because content is everywhere. The value of content has gone down. Now they pay for perspective, perspective as mm. well as content. They pay for the perspective of that particular person and his content or her content. Mm. That's why you need to have some level of celebrity, some mm. level, because they pay for that person's perspective on that same topic that we already have a lot of content on. Okay. Yeah, I guess that's true. If you think about um, one of the, she's my new hero. You, you all might know uh, that I have adopted her as a new hero, Miss okay. Tabitha Brown. Um, Tabitha Brown is a content creator and influencer. And her popularity rose uh, as it relates to vegan, uh, the vegan lifestyle and things with the vegan lifestyle. But um, I think that, you know, like you said, the content was there. A lot of the stuff she does is repurposing what she's seen from somewhere else, but then adding the, um, the Christian perspective to her sort of image has been what's given her perspective. And she's Southern, so she's given the Southern perspective. So I can see a lot of things that she's done. The fact that we even have a term called influencers, yeah, that everyone understands what it means. This person's a, a YouTube influencer. Mm -hmm. They're an Instagram influencer. They didn't have, it's not their content is new or even the original, even mm -hmm. that much original. Mm -hmm. They have achieved a level of celebrity, a level of renowned, Whereas a their influence, a level of influence, mm -hmm. that's what it matters now. Now, how do you get to that level of uh, renowned or influence? You have to have this is going to be basic, basic, basic. Okay, I got to go back old school to bring you back new school. You got to have some basic credibility first. Uh huh. Basic credibility. Now, how do you get credibility? Lots of ways. One is publish, publish or perish. If you publish. <clears throat> whatever you write, now you're the expert on it because you wrote the book, okay? Mm -hmm. But also, what do other people say about you that they're willing to put their name to, okay? Testimonials, reviews, videos. Yes, they do. <clears throat> well, influencers come in a lot of different uh, shapes and sizes now, though, too. Um, I think that there are some influencers that are I guess uh, maybe we should think of a different name for it because they're entertainers. Mm, yeah. Um, Cortez was saying something. First off, I can't break to bring our guest up because I know he's got a lot to say on this topic. <clears throat> Cortez was talking about people pay for the drastic idea or the drastic or the extreme thought. Nobody's paying for the stuff in the middle of the road. Hey, they like the morning. stuff that's to the far right or the far left. Mm -hmm. You know, is he right? And because because if he has any level of right at all about that, somebody can become an influencer by just saying crazy stuff. By having a radical idea. Well, a radical idea, yeah. Um, a really radical idea, yes. Yeah. So we already know that to be true. Yep. Um, we've had already enough of that. Quite honestly, I have anyway. <laughs> I don't just need a radical idea. I need an uh, I don't I would prefer a radical idea that also makes sense and is positive. Those are the those are the requirements for me. Um I don't need any radical. Yeah, I don't need any radical 
and negatively influencing influencers in my life. Ms. Vivian said, middle ground. Boom. Boo. That's right. Boo. Boo to it. Boo to it. So. Now, what you know can make you some dough. I am going to be so bold. I've even heard you say this on my platform before, Lisa. You said something like this. Every one of us has something that we know that other people wish they knew and would be willing to pay for. Mm -hmm. Okay. At any given moment, I, I say it this way, at any given moment, someone is looking for what you're offering. At any given moment, somebody's looking for what you're offering. We've actually been talking about this a lot lately. How um, you 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 put your Facebook your current Facebook cover is your story is something right? Yeah, it's your story. Well, let me pull it up exactly. It'll be easier for me because I think it is so important. Your story is someone's lifeline. Tell your truth and inspire a life. There's so much that we take for granted often. We take for granted about our own experiences. We take for granted about our own knowledge. We take for granted about our own level of influence for that matter. We were told even as children that, ev that everyone has someone that is looking up to them, right? We were all told that, that you sh should remember, or at least I know, I was from even before I was a minister, back when I was in the youth department, all of these things, Some you are leading someone, right? And because of that, you have the opportunity to be a good example. That's it. You need to by your example. Mm -hmm. I got to share with you guys a story that happened to me last evening around 830. I go to the grocery store. Um, you know, it's dusk. It's about dusk, 830. And um, I pull into a parking space, and I'm and I call up Lisa because Lisa gave me some stuff that she wanted me to pick up, and I wanted to make sure I got it right. So I didn't turn off the car yet. I just had the AC going. I'm sitting in my truck, and I got Lisa on um, on video. I can see Lisa; she can see me, and I'm talking to my baby about what she wanted me to pick up from the store. And as Lisa and I were talking, a gentleman gets out of his car. He's a little older than me, probably gray haired and everything. At a golf shirt, comes over to my window, and I'm like, um, "Hold on, baby, hold on." And I'm so glad that um, Dr. Beverly's on here as well for this story because I really want your perspective on this, Dr. Beverly. Um, but the man comes over to my car, and I, I said, "Hold on, baby," and I roll my window down. I said, "Yes, sir." You know, he goes, "Oh man, when you pulled up, goosebumps went down my arm, and and this is the good arm. You know, there's something about you." that I got to talk to. And I'm like, okay, how can I help you, sir? Because I thought he was going to panhandle me. You know, I said, okay, how can I help you, sir? He goes, man, I'm doing bad. I'm doing real bad. You know, I, I need some money, uh, but I don't need just a little bit of money. I need big money. I need like three, $400. And um, I lost my job and my wife after 15 years left me. And now he's pouring out all of this. I mean, like right away. And he goes, and something told me when you pulled up, my phone went boop boop, and I looked up and I saw you park, and I and then my arms would start going. So he was telling me his troubles, but he looked healthy to me. But he's telling me that he had a car, had a decent car. So he's telling me this stuff. Now I don't know this man. I didn't ask him to come over. 
He saw me parked and he came over and started talking to me like this. So I told Lisa, I said, hold on, baby, I'll call you back. So he kept talking to me. And I said to him, I said, you're going to be all right, sir. You're going to be fine. You know, there's a T.D. Jakes quote that I like that if you have a problem that can be solved by money or by a man, you don't really have a problem. I said, now, look, I, I can't help you with the money that you're wanting or needing, but I'm going to pray with you right now. And he was so excited about me praying. So I took his hand. I still have my, I'm still in my truck. I took his hand and I prayed with him. I prayed a good prayer over his man. I asked him his name. His name is Sylvester. I prayed over Brother Sylvester. And he, he was like so thankful. He was grateful that I prayed for him. He goes, man, that's what I need. I don't need you to give me any money or anything. I just needed to pray with you. He says, do you have a church? Where's your church? And I told him that our church is a daily church. This is our church right here, okay? And I gave him my business card. And I said, now, look, if you call me, because we have a men's meeting. I said, if you call me, I'll have you in with the men's meeting, and you can get some support from some of the other brothers. But these kinds of things happen to me from time to time. And they always throw me off a little bit, you know? Well, they shouldn't, because it's part of the call that is on your life. So understand that even that is a level of influence, a level of influence. And that's why it's important that you walk worthy of the calling where which you have been called. A lot of times uh, we try to explain that to our children, carry yourself as who you are. You're a child of God. You're, you know, you're created in his image and likeness. But we didn't always do a great job of explaining that the reason behind it is because someone that need you may see you in a compromising position, which could impact their faith. Yes. Now understand, let me explain this because there's two sides to it. Your faith needs to be in God, not in me, not in Brian. Your faith needs to be in God. But we understand that there are some areas of struggle that we often relate to easier interacting in our human Ness versus interacting with divinity. And so it's important to maintain that balance. It, it is very important to maintain that balance. Keep your faith in God. But if you are operating in a calling that God has placed you in, be mindful of the calling that you're walking in. And your walk, the way you carry yourself does precede you. It does precede you. And it doesn't happen as much anymore, but there was a big season in my life where I didn't like to go to grocery stores. I didn't like to go to department stores. I definitely didn't like to go to large department stores because I used to look like every store's assistant manager, okay? How did you know it was the assistant manager and not the manager? I don't know. That's what came to me. <laughs> but so I, would, I, mean, I don't care if it was a grocery store. It could be Target. I don't wear khaki and red, but they do a Target. <laughs> but I, they would definitely act like I'm the manager of the Target. And I used to bug out on that, you know? I'm like, why every time I go into a daggone store, somebody going to ask me where the light bulbs are or want to complain about some stalker? <laughs> I don't even know the stalker. You know, we're supposed to start our songs so that we can bring up our guests. We're going to start our songs, okay? But uh, I used to I used to bitch and moan about that, okay? Um, until one of our sisters at the church said to me, Brian, there is a blessing in that. Pray on it. Ask God what is the blessing on that. Yes. Okay. Absolutely. I mean, it could be a crowd of people standing around and somebody look around the crowd and ask me for directions. 
you know, instead of anybody else. That's hilarious. Brittany says, wow, on my sprinkle of Jesus that came to my phone last night said, somewhere someone is depending, depending on, on you. you to do what God has you to do. Definitely, it's been a message going around quite often. Amen. Ms. Vivian says, funny that you mentioned this about faith, because that's been my topic all morning so far. You know, this show never goes far from faith, you know, mm -hmm. we, and we don't, no matter what we say or do, we get back there. <laughs> we get back there. So Lisa's right, it's 920. Um, we have an amazing guest. Uh, we wanted to do the songs before our guest came on, um, but it's time for our guest right now. So we're going to no, because Barry might run along with me because <laughs> he's so interesting, you know. I tell you what, let's bring Barrett on anyway, and then we'll do our songs with, oh, with, with Barrett. Barrett on. Okay? <laughs> His name is Dr. Barrett Matthews. He is one of the coolest men I have ever met in my life. Oh, Super wow. smart and humble and fun. I love, love, love this guy. His name is Dr. Barrett Matthews. Welcome to the stage, sir. Woo! Oh, man, it's a pleasure to be here, guys. It's a pleasure to be here. How you guys doing? We good. are good, sir. We are good. And we're going to talk to you and ask you a bunch of stuff. But before we do, please introduce yourself however you like. Comments. Well, uh, as you said, I'm Barrett Matthews. Uh, some know me as the media boss. Some know me as the get it done coach. Um, what I do is I work with people or, or people hiring me pretty much to help them to get their voice heard so that they can be more of a presence. And I do that by the media. I've got over 30 years of experience working in the media. And what I'm doing now is I'm working with entrepreneurs and executive professionals like your audience here to help them to get their voice out. But I always tell people I'm working with the serious, not the curious. <laughs> You've heard our topic today, you know, what you know can make you some dough. Uh, and I was so I wanted your perspective on that before we really got deep into it. That thought, is it generic? Is it too, what do you feel about it? Well, no, um, one of one of my, uh, our good friends, uh, Trevor's, Trevor, I said, said that yep. people will, people pay you more for what you know than what you do. It's because they pay for potential more than what it is. And well, you see, and also, is see, what they see, what you know, is something they can apply. What you do is not something they can apply. There you go. So I told you you were smarter than me. <laughs> and, and the check with the check will clear. Don't worry. <laughs> Man, we love that you're on. Now we had the slight dilemma because Lisa and I we ran our mouth a little bit. I want to hear the songs, man. Y'all see, you're not gonna make me the heavy as to why you always don't hear your songs. Nah, brother. Uh-uh. Not happening. <laughs> But I want to talk to you, though, man. So we got to do it. We'll do a back and forth. So we'll do a song, a, a question, a song, a All right, question, let's go to the top, question. baby. Go to the top. Now, this show has been going on since October of 2016. Some of these folks here have been rocking with us for years. Mm -hmm. And some of these folks are consistent contributors. And the way we like to thank them is with a greeting song or a greeting logo. It's how we do it. And uh, so we're going to start it off. Uh, the first one up is Miss Vivian. Well, Miss Vivian, well, Vivian, the hip done read is here. Vivian Reed is here, and now the show can go on. Oh, Miss Vivian is one of the rock stars of the show. She's here every day. 
you know, every day, and she contributes, day. and we appreciate you so much. Up next is Miss Brittany Thomas. It's Brittany. It's Brittany. It's Brittany. Brittany Thomas. It's Brittany. It's Brittany. It's Brittany. Brittany. It's your time. It's your time. Yeah. That's hey, right. Brittany. Good morning, Miss Brittany Thomas. Uh, don't let the wheelchair fool you. It's her upcoming book. Um, some people have earned a logo, like Dr. Beverly, Dr. Thomas, Dr. Beverly Thomas. Beverly is on the show. Woo! <laughs> and I love it. I love to say it because I hope she says it to herself. Absolutely. Uh, oh, and got, I miss you, Brenda. Hey, Brenda. The world's greatest real estate agent is Brenda Booker Bull is here. It's tricky to buy a home or sell a home. Don't do it alone. Choose Brenda. Hey, choose Brenda, 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 Brenda. It's tricky to buy a home, to sell a home. Don't do it alone. Choose Brenda. Hey, choose Brenda, 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 Brenda. Okay, hey, I think we're Brenda, caught up. And there's going to be more people coming, but we're caught up right now. Thank you, Barrett, for being patient. I love it. I got to do one more. <laughs> Mr. Mark Greer, if you don't know Mark Greer, um, Barrett Matthews, if you guys don't know each other, I want you to know each other because you guys will love each other. But uh, <clears throat> so wide you can't get around it. So low you can't get under it. So high you can't get over it. Mark Greer is under a groove. He's getting down just for the funk of it. Good morning, Mark brother Greer Mark. Mark is under a groove. Nothing can stop us now. Good morning, Mark. You're going to enjoy our guest. Thank you. Um, now, Dr. Barrett Matthews. Yes. Okay. Yes. Our topic today. Now, you, you, I met you, um, you know, just being around, but I believe I was on your one of your podcasts back in 2014, if I'm not mistaken. I, I did a show um, with uh, Chris Bridges back then um, called Lunch and Learn with Chris and Barrett. Okay. I think I was on there as a featured guest. Yeah, yes. yeah. We, we had, yeah, we had, we had weekly guests on the show. Yeah, mm -hmm. yeah. That's where I believe I met you. So I know that you know a lot about podcasts and how to get the information out there, how to let people know about what you do. Could you please speak a little bit on that for us? Yeah, I mean, the thing is, is that we cannot keep moving forward in our old ways of marketing our business. Right, and. One of the, and see, I, I have coached for years people on productivity, and I told some of my clients uh, not too long ago that the one way that you need to get yourself known is through a podcast. Absolutely. Because it's a way for you to get your message spread to all people all over. We, we think so small a lot of times as business people. We think about our community, our neighborhood, which is good, but there's a world out there that doesn't know you exist. And, and Brian, you love this. They want to pay you, mm -hmm. <laughs> but they just don't know you exist. Right. And, but it's not their fault. It's yours. So mm -hmm. if you can start a podcast, and he, this is why I love podcasting, because I mean, don't get me wrong. I love all forms of media, and I, I'll tell you more about what I do with that in a minute. But the thing is, I always like to start with a podcast because it's easy for you to talk about what you love. Mm. Like you held up your book a minute ago, 
in writing your book, you actually have to think and write out things, you know, and so forth. Yeah, no, I, I got mine too. But the- <laughs> I want you to talk about it. Go ahead. <laughs> not with you. But the thing is, with your podcast, you can talk about what you love all day long. And at least as you as you mentioned, you can repurpose that content into a book, into a blog, into a newsletter, into a TV show, into a film. You can do that podcast is easy for you to do because you don't have to think so much about what you love. So that's why I always talk to people about using a podcast as a platform. Now, you can monetize them, too. Now, there are various ways to monetize them and so many ways to monetize them. Some people don't even do it as a, quote, unquote, monetization tool, but a credibility piece. Yes. Right. Yeah. And to get that content that you mentioned or you mentioned that perspective out to draw more people into your circle. So that it's, it's, a, it, it's a great tool to use. Um, it's growing. But still, a lot of people have not latched on to using the power of podcasts. Absolutely. When we first started our podcast, it was really about um, having our voice to to be reached, to, to gain some more reach, mm-hmm. right? Then it became a part of the credibility. It became a, a place where people could hear that we know what we say we know, right? Because you can't fake it for five years and over a thousand episodes, over right? Over a thousand you, episodes. You can't you fake it. Right. right. We've been doing this for five years, Monday through Friday. This is the first year that we took a week off. We have been in it, right? But it's also monetizable, right? So we did uh, we we did not start monetizing it initially. Right. That was not the intention. The monetization was the result of the business that came on because of the credibility and so on and so forth. Right. It's a major part of this credibility piece. It's a major part of our income over the past five years. Yeah. Stemming from this launching pad. Absolutely. Yeah. A, a young lady contacted me um a couple of days ago about her book that she wanted to publish i'm a publisher mm-hmm. and um i always say this so where did you hear about us from and why did you decide to choose me she says well i i did google i tried to find publishers i couldn't speak to anybody directly and not only could i speak to you i could hear what you said before we talked bam you know that's what I'm it. saying? Yeah, that's it. <laughs> that's it. You're right, that, and, and that's the whole thing. It's a lot of people. Don't get me wrong. A lot of people want to start a podcast because I want to make. I want to monetize. That's the first thing they said to me is I want to monetize. And I said that's the wrong approach. Yeah, that's the Tell wrong us the approach. approach. And but you also mentioned it's a part of the marketing. Yeah, it's a part of the structure. Explain that a little bit. Yes. Well, because there are various ways. One, to get your message out. See, I teach people about using media as a way to get your message out and to make money. Mm-hmm. We, and I'm, I'm saying we as a society have been taught to find this niche and put yourself in that niche and go. But here, that works differently when it comes to marketing and especially with the media because a person that listens to podcasts all day long, and there are people who that's all they do is listen to podcasts. Yeah. They don't care about my book because that's not their medium. <laughs> right, right, right. Those that want to read my book, guess what? They don't want to watch TV. That's right. That's right. Those that watch TV all day aren't necessarily interested in watching a documentary. Right. So 
The thing is, if you are not putting your business in all of those platforms of media, you're missing an audience. Mm -hmm. And if you're missing an audience, you're missing money. That's right. You're missing opportunities. I, I'm I need to piggyback on that right here, man, because this book I keep showing you has opened doors that nothing else could have opened. Um, but, um, even if they never read the book, okay, right. even if they only buy one or ten, it still makes me tens of thousands of dollars. Yeah, over the years, oh my gosh, just by having by having these books. No, these you're right. Here, they open doors, and it's got to be a part of it. It's no, got to be a part of it. Ryan, you're you're a hundred and ten percent right. Let me tell you, my podcasting and my book have gotten me. More speak engagement. Check this out. Since the shutdown, than I had before. Tell Say the it. Truth. Say Absolutely. it. Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. And that's that's a big deal. That's what people are. I, I hope that that was, and, and I'm seeing it dwindle backwards a little bit, but I hope that that was the catalyst to helping people to realize that we are a global society. Yes. It feels like it's reeling back a little bit, but I'm not. I am embracing my new clients. They want to reel back, let them. You get, That means there's more room for you. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Uh, Brittany said, that's exactly right. I've been on so many video podcasts. Brittany Thomas is a two-time author with Empowerment Publishing and Multimedia. Her first book, I'm Ready? Living My Blessed Best Life with, with Cerebral Palsy, is an amazing <laughs> book. And her second book, which will be out by the end of the summer, is Don't Let the Wheelchair Fool Ya. It is I a not that. just for children's book. And it is the type of thing that opens doors for you, right? You, mm -hmm. you get to be the subject matter expert of your world. Right. And there are people that can identify with you that find find value in themselves through you. Right. Exactly. And, and see, the, the, my point that I want to make to people is that we have to stop marketing from an ego centric. Please say that. I need oh, oh, you to oh. help me. I need you to help me. I've had <laughs> a conversation. Break it down, Barrett. Come on. Meaning that me. if I like doing a podcast, and I say, you know what? I love doing my podcast and put my podcast out. I'm going to reach my audience. I'm still missing that audience that wants to see a documentary about me. Mm. I'm still missing that audience that wants to read a book that I've written. I'm still missing that audience that wants to see my, my own TV show. So I have to meet my audiences where they are, not because I like doing something. Oh, my gosh. So if I'm, like I said, if I'm not putting out a TV show about my, what I do, what I'm, I'm missing a whole audience that wants to watch that and wants to pay me, but then they don't even know I exist because I'm still on my podcast, loving my podcast all day because it's me, 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 and what I like, and not focusing on what they want. Absolutely. The reason that there are TV networks, the reason that there are film companies, the reason that there are book publishing companies, the reason that there are podcast production companies is because there are audiences out there who in all of these mediums. Right. Absolutely. And if Absolutely. you're not capitalizing on them as a business person, then you're missing them. I, I tell you, one person I love and I've been paying attention to him, and I mentioned him in one of my one of my presentations is Kevin Hart. Mm-hmm. Kevin Hart, not even for the comedy. Some of you may not think Kevin's funny, whatever. That's not the point. 
He's a businessman. I'm going to tell you that. Right. Kevin has, he's gotten in film. He's done documentary films. He has done television shows. He's put them all on streaming platforms. Lots of He has written several books. He has done audio books. (laughs) He has done all forms of media. Yes. So the point is that you cannot miss Kevin Hart. That's right. You You can't miss Kevin. He's everywhere. And Mm -hmm. I hear some people say, oh, he's doing too much. Tell that to his bank. I know. That's (laughs) right. Well, here's the other thing. People don't realize that there are systems that can help you to do more with less, right? This video podcast is repurposed every day into audio. So there's already an audio podcast at the same time. Same time. It's repurposed on YouTube. YouTube. It's repurposed on other streaming platforms yes. because they're everybody not on Facebook. Right. Which is another form of media. Which is another form right. of media. You know, the biggest crime or biggest fallacy in business and entrepreneurs is anonymity. Okay. Mm. Um, not being known. You've got to get known for something. You know, that's the biggest crime. Yeah. Uh, being a secret agent yeah, in business and not letting other people know about it. Speaking of which, we want to make sure that our audience knows how to find you and all of your amazingness. Someone may have already connected with you already. How do you prefer people connect with you? They want to get in touch with you. Or if they want to hear some of your stuff, see some of your stuff. One thing I want want to recommend to people is that uh, actually they can, I, I put out, I put out a free training called five ways to paying clients. I and want it. They go to five ways to paintclients.com. They'll get to they'll get to learn more about what I'm talking about. And yeah, also if they want to have a conversation with me as well, they can text the word podcast. Text the word podcast to 929-244-4323. Text the word podcast. Can I capture that? I'm gonna grab it. Hold on one second. Give me um, one, one of our co producers probably did grab it. Say it again. Um, please Dr. Text the word podcast to 929-244-4323. And we can talk about that. And you know, before we wrap up, I got something else uh that I think they'll like as well. But if awesome. they go if they go awesome. to five ways to paying clients, they'll learn more about what, what I'm doing as well. Because I, I wanna help you guys to capitalize on the media and use it as, as a as a tool to help your business grow. Now that it, see I, I, I teach people as I, I said earlier I'm known as the media boss because I want to teach other people to be a media boss. Okay. Because there's a difference between being a media personality and being a media boss. Stop bragging all the time about being a guest on somebody's show. Stop bragging all the time about being a being in somebody's book. Being on somebody's article about you. I mean, don't get me wrong. There's nothing wrong with that. But why not own your own? We we look up to. Here's the thing. You don't look up to Oprah because she used to have a TV show. No. You look up to Oprah because she's a boss now. That's right. You know, you you do that to me, Barry. You you give us one all the time. What'd you say? I said, you do that to me. You give me one or two every time. <laughs> you don't look at up to Oprah because she used to have a show. You look at Oprah. You look up to Oprah because she's a boss right now. I mean, you know, let me Tyler tell you. Perry, what you wanna, Tyler, you uh, don't look at Tyler Perry because he used to be Medea. You look at nope. Tyler Perry because he owns a doggone studio employing thousands of people right now. He became yeah. a boss. Um, I mean, I could have I mean, gave me one of my favorite ones, baby. Oh, God, go there again. <laughs> you know, I have to do it, Barry. I have to do it, man. You know, and I've been using it too. 
I just used it yesterday, to be honest with you. <laughs> but how cool is this? Now, y'all listen to this. I got this from Barrett. So, and, um, you know, all great speakers borrow from each other. And I'm borrowing this from Brother Barrett, you know. And I got that from um, Victor Antonio. All yeah. great speakers borrow. <laughs> yeah. But anyway, Barrett was happy to have been supporting one of my events. He was on uh, um, a, a, a clubhouse that I was doing. And he was a featured speaker. And he's like, uh, how many people here don't like selling? You know, and and all and, and people, whenever I ask that question, I get a bunch of hands. Don't like selling. And Barrett said, all of you people who say that you don't like selling, you are lying. <laughs> he said it like that. You're lying. Just think about it. The last time someone bought something from you or bought into one of your ideas, when they were buying from you, did you ever finish that? And said, man, I didn't like them buying from me. I didn't like them hiring me. No, what you don't like is the process around it. You don't like the uncertainty. You don't like not knowing what to say and do. You don't like the potential for rejection. But you love the actual selling part of it. Now, how cool is that? When someone can boldly stand flat-footed and say, if you say you don't like selling, you are lying. (laughs) (laughs) It's true. I mean, it's true. You're lying. And, And you know this as much as anybody, especially being in sales, is that your, your words are powerful. Mm-hmm. And by you keep constantly telling yourself that you don't like sales, you're lying to yourself, but you're creating a negative aura around yourself about selling. You don't dislike the selling. You dislike, the, like you said, the rejection. You, like, you, don't, you don't like the idea that someone may not buy. Well, the, guess what? The great thing about sales, it's a skill that can be learned. That's right. Completely mechanical. You know, someone's a natural born salesman. No, they're not. No, they're Children not. are born boys or girls. They're not born salesmen. <laughs> right, they're right. Born right. They're born leaders. They develop into everything. They, everything else is developed and learned. So you can you can learn those things, but you have to be willing to do that. But if you decide that you're going to wallow in the negativity, then you, you will. I know y'all mentioned something at the top of the show about getting away from negative people. Now, I, I always tell people, Look, if you're around someone and they're talking negative to you and all they do is about negative, don't 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 walk away from them. Don't don't walk away from them. Run, run. <laughs> Absolutely, go get you one. Absolutely, <laughs> I agree completely. There is so much truth to that because negativity doesn't just infect. It doesn't just impact your moment. Right. It can impact your mind, which can then be viral to so many other things. It doesn't just impact your moment. No, you're you're right. And and see, here's the thing people don't uh, don't grasp a lot of times. First of all, you have to constantly, just like this show here, you have to constantly feed your mind positivity. Constantly. Because negativity is actually stronger than positive. And it's It's natural and it's unbidden. Right, yeah, right. Look, look. If you try to, if you got jumper cable, negative is the stronger part of electricity. Mm-hmm. If you walk into a crowded elevator with a bunch of positive people, and one person comes in spouting negativity, mm-hmm. by the time mm-hmm. the elevator gets to a stop, everybody's talking negative. Mm-hmm. Negativity is stronger, so you have to work at feeding your mind positive things. I had someone tell me once, "You're the only person I know that never has anything go wrong." I said, no, I have just as much go wrong as anybody. <laughs> right. Right. I said, I have just as much as anybody go wrong. It's just that I don't live there. Right. There you go. I, I don't wear it on my sleeve 
for everybody to see. I mean, and I had to work at that. And I constantly work at that. I always am feeding myself positive stuff so I don't stay around positive people. I mean, negative people. You Here's the thing, everybody. You can't control a negative thought that comes in your mind, but you can control how long it stays there. Absolutely. I love it. Absolutely. Uh, Dr. Beverly says, I have a question about people who talk negative all the time. If that's all they know and that's all they have experienced and they just need somebody to allow them to get it out so that the person that they are talking to, to her that they choose to talk can see their spirit with positivity. Why run? Um, what then? Um, I, got, I got a lot to say about that too. Yes. Let's get that bit, Dr. Barrett go first. Well, I say, first of all, if they, I tell my friends this, you have one time to tell me your problems. Now, the next time you come to me, you have to have worked on a solution. It doesn't have to have worked, but you have to tell me that you did something as a solution to the problem. Don't have, you don't have to take my advice, but you have to have done something to have worked on the solution. If you come back to me saying the same thing, get away from me. I am not a dumpster. Ooh. Absolutely, absolutely. Um, Barrett, I'm telling you, I so... As a coach, so aside from the publishing, I am also a coach and I coach coaches. But a lot of times people come to me for coaching. Here's the thing. I will give five minutes to the problem. We will give five minutes to the problem. I understand the theory of having to get it off of you, of having to get it out of your heart. But beyond that, what you're then doing is trying to create a residency. Mm. And I'm not going to live there with you. I'm not going to live there for you. Now, if you need additional help navigating that, I've also realized that that's not my calling. But I have some amazing people that I can refer you to that are better equipped to navigate those channels with you. But it's not me because that's not where I want to build my house. I got to piggyback um, two things. One is, um, I do believe, um, Dr. Bell, people need to unburden sometimes. Absolutely. And I'm willing to hear that. Absolutely. For a finite period of time. However, there's a concept, Tony Roberts calls it the record player concept. People play the same songs on the record, okay? Oh, my goodness. Over and over again. I know people that that can tell you the moment and the year of their devastation because they have memorialized it. Yes. And he believes that we as professionals, we need to interrupt the record or scratch the record. Yes. He tells the story about um, when he used to do one-on-ones, this lady came into his office, and as soon as she comes into the office says, oh, Mr. Roberts, my life is over. And she started bawling and all that stuff and screaming and hollering about that. And he yells at her, excuse me, excuse me. I'm not ready yet. Okay. And then she's, oh, okay. And he starts fumbling around his drawer. And then um, and, he's, and he finally says, okay, now I'm ready. Now what's going on? And she didn't have it in her to go to that right. level. That's because good. he interrupted the record. Oh, I love it. I love it. <laughs> see, you have to be careful. You have to be careful. And this is to, to, to Dr. Beverly as well, because you, we've all heard the expression that misery loves company. Yes. That is not true. Like, this is another one for you, Brian. Misery does not love company. Uh oh. Misery loves miserable company. Oh, another one. He gonna give you two. <laughs> so people want someone to commiserate with. Yes, because they don't want the positive person exactly. around. Exactly. When they want to be miserable, they want you to be miserable with them. Yes. So yes. you have to be careful. You have to protect yourself. 
They don't, they don't even like the positive person when they nope. want to be miserable. No, nope. I want to be miserable right now. I don't like that positive. Right. Guy. And I'm bringing it to you because I want you to come be miserable with me. Yes. Right. Right. That's exactly right. They don't, they don't want, they want you to come where they are. Yeah. Yeah. And you have to protect yourself and fight. It, and it is, it is a fight. Uh, interesting. I almost lost a friend over that. Yeah. <laughs> Hold on now. We got you later and apologize for what she, how she acted. Now I was afraid this was going to happen. We got four minutes left for you. Okay? <laughs> um, actually three minutes left, but I want to give it to you because it's very possible that at least there's something that you wanted to say that we haven't asked you the right question yet. Okay. Mm. Or there might be something that you want to leave the audience with. Well, so, yeah, I, I do want to let them know if, if you're, like I said, I work with the serious, not the curious. If you want to learn how to take your content and then turn it into cash flow. I have what I call the Make Money from Media Challenge. It's a five-day okay. challenge. It's going to be two hours a day starting at the beginning of August. It's a five-day challenge. All you have to do is go to MakeMoneyFromMediaChallenge.com. How simple is that? <laughs> MakeMoneyFromMediaChallenge.com. But it's a five-day challenge, and the goal is to show you how you can take your content in different forms of media and get it out to the public so that you don't miss those audiences. Because when you miss those audiences, one, you're missing money, like I said. But number two, they're missing what you have to offer. And, and I always say this to people. Do you feel that your content, and I want you to type this in the feed if the answer is yes. Do you feel that what you have to offer, your content, is something that the world needs? Do you honestly feel that the world will gain value from what you have to offer. Type it in the feed right now if you feel the answer is yes to that. Type it in the field right now if you feel that what you have is valuable if the world needs it. So I'm seeing some yeses, I'm seeing some yeses. So my question to you is this. If you feel it's valuable and you feel the world needs it, how long are you gonna make them wait? Ooh, love it! How long are you gonna make them wait for you to get it out there? There's no more excuses. I told you, I used to work in the media. I used to work in major TV networks. I've consulted with films. I've worked on radio. I've worked in newspapers, all that stuff. The world has changed. No longer do you have to wait for someone to call you to be on their show. No longer do you have to hope that someone will contact you and ask, can they do an article about you? No longer do you have to look at other people's books saying, I wish I had one. You can do it now yourself. So if you want to learn how to do all this stuff, I urge you, come to the Make Money From Media Challenge. Go to MakeMoneyFromMediaChallenge.com. For the VIPs, we have something special for you. You get specialized training as well. But I, I would love to see all of you there. I hope, that, I hope that you all will take something from what we talked about today and grow from it. Because like, like the man said, man, what you know can bring you dough. But if you decide to keep it to yourself and be a secret agent, it'll stay there and it'll go to the grave with you. That's right. Barrett, I need to say this to you. The question was asked once before, how do I get booked on podcasts? And the answer came back, start your own. That's how, that's how I became a speaker. That's how I became. I was giving content to some people that, that, I, that I saw were great and all this stuff. And then I understand that they doing their own thoughts, but they didn't, they didn't ask me to be on their, on their stage. And instead of me wallowing in, why come, how come they're not asking me? I said, read your own dog on stage. That's right. 
That's what we did since we've been together. Absolutely. That's what I did. I invited mm -hmm. them to be on my stage. So guess what that did? That meant their, their audience came with them. That's right. And they saw me. Now their audience calls me. That's right. For um six years now, Lisa and I, we used to put up our major, a bunch of our own events every year. Yeah. And now it's hard for me to keep track of how many podcasts and speaking opportunities I get. You know, I think I know it's because of the groundwork that we've laid. Yeah, because yeah. there's something called the law of reciprocation. When you start a podcast and you invite other people to be on your podcast, reciprocation comes in. When they say, "Hey, I'd love to have you come on and be on my podcast," it's just all day, all the time. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> that's okay. that's how you, can, you do that. can you hang out in the um, green room for like three minutes? Sure. Man, you've been an amazing guest. I knew you would. I was afraid we was gonna run out of time because I'm so interested in you. I like you so much. I knew it was gonna be dynamic. So we could go. Yeah. So we gotta put you down for a second, and we're gonna come back to you in a moment. Okay. Thank you so much. Oh How my cool goodness. was that, y'all? I told y'all we gonna bring y'all cool we guests. Love <laughs> having guests on that. We had two value. good guests in a row, man. Yesterday we had the mama, the momager. Yes, this Ariel, the mama jerk. Mama, uh, Ariel Bivens Biggs, yep. absolutely. And today, Dr. Barrett Matthews, that's right, absolutely. Um, the power of podcast. I'm telling you, what I take from his talk was all the different ways are important, all the different ways matter. All there is an audience in each of the different ways of media, and you, sh you should you're, you're wasting time trying to figure it out yourself. Absolutely. Take advantage of his free gifts. Absolutely. Absolutely. And my clients, when I work with them, a lot of them say, oh, I don't like the way that I sound. And oh, I don't like the way that I look. What are you going to do? What are you going to do? If you don't like the way that you sound and you don't like the way that you look, then maybe you're in the wrong business. I'm going to tell you something else about not liking the way you sound or look. There is an audience for you, too. That's true. Even the people that sound horrible, even people that say something crazy. I like to say it this way. Keep speaking because then your audience will find you. Your audience will find you. Absolutely. You know, um, great show from Brenda Booker, a wonderful you, guest Brenda. and host from Miss Vivian. Uh, Brittany says today's show was awesome. Uh, what you know can make you some dough, bring you dough from Dr. Beverly. Uh, awesome. And thanks. And yes, my content is valuable. Yes, it is. Dr. Beverly yeses. says no more excuses. Um Make money, make money, make money from mediachallenge.com. Thank you, Brittany, for capturing that. Thank you for capturing that. Absolutely. And Dr. Beverly says, work with the serious and not the curious. Love that. Let's become allergic to average. Amen. <laughs> I love it too. <laughs> Want to be allergic to average. Listen, we got to get out of here. And we appreciate you hanging out with us Monday through Friday. I am Lisa Santiago McNeil. I'm still Brian K. McNeil. And this is Let's Talk About It with the Empowerment Duo. We come here with One Expressed Ministry. Economic independence. Through entrepreneurship. That's it. That's it. Economic independence. Through entrepreneurship. <laughs> and we do it with personal conversation, business information, and spiritual inspiration, with a little bit of shenanigans. But that's in. it. That's been our overriding theme for five years. Was it five? We're wow. at the tail end of five. We're moving into our sixth season wow. in October. Wow. We love you guys so much. We do have to go, like Lisa said. Have a beautiful rest of your day. Absolutely. Absolutely. Making room for? Uh, I actually need to check... Um, 
Coach Jaws okay. uh, scheduling. But if you missed last night's episode with Dr. Dr. Deborah, oh, oh, oh. it was good. You better go catch the replay right here on the Empowerment Network and the Empowerment Duo channel. Peace. Love ya. Don't forget to have sex because it's good for you. And today is Wednesday. Sex is 